Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. So thank you so much for joining me for episode 37 of the Adventure Games Podcast. Now today, the day that this episode is released, Friday, November the 1st, myself and Thomas will be on our way to London. I will be arriving Friday evening for Adventure X this coming weekend. So if anybody is listening to this on a Friday and you'll be at Adventure X, then please come over and speak to us. We love speaking to people. So you can spot us with our Adventure Games podcast uh, sweaters and with our totes bags as well. And Laura should hopefully have a totes bag as well. So you can pop over to her as well. We'll be walking around and speaking to people as well. So um, so please don't be shy. Come over and speak to us. We'd be happy to speak to you, whether you're a developer or a fan like us. So uh, looking forward to that. We will have an Adventure X episode next week. I'll talk a little bit about that in just a moment. Um, next, there, the bonus episodes should be up by now with my interview with Corey and Laurie Cole. And now that should be in two episodes, two different episodes. The interview was so big that I had to split it up into two. Now, apparently there may have been one or two minor issues where, due to a scheduling snafu, the episodes, I believe, may have been uploaded on the website without audio, but it should be fine now. The issues should have been worked out and resolved. But if anybody sees anything strange or weird, then please get in contact at info at adventuregamespodcast.com and I'll do my best to fix them, but it should hopefully be okay now. Um, now, I also wanted to thank the latest Patreon subscribers. So they are Olaf Osh and Tom Simpson. So a huge thank you to the two of you for subscribing to Patreon and helping ensure the podcast continues and it can improve. And Olaf Osh, I've mentioned his game a few times before, which is Grund, G-R-U-N-N-D. It is a David Lynch-inspired game. It looks great. It looks dark and suitably weird. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope to meet Olaf at Adventure X this coming weekend. And speaking of Patreon, very, very quickly, um, the I mentioned the interview with the Coles, which is divided up into two episodes. But you can hear the full uninterrupted interview on my Patreon for just $1 per month. So you can listen to that um, there. You should also see for the next tier, for the people who are subscribing for $5, an exclusive episode, which is a spoiler special with Agustin Cordes, where he speaks in great spoilerific detail about his game Scratches. So he speaks about the ending, about uh, why he wrote the ending, and people's interpretation of the ending as well, and you know other Turdac stuff as well. So if you want to hear that uh, you can check it out on patreon and uh, coming up in the near future so as I mentioned myself Thomas and Laura will 
hopefully be doing an episode from London. That's all going well with the audio and everything. And if not, we will do a regular episode talking about Adventure X uh, afterwards. But hopefully we're doing a live episode from Adventure X in London. Now, also, all of the interviews that I do will be available for Patreon subscribers, at least at first. So if you wanted to hear all the interviews that I do directly there and from Wordplay in Canada, I'll talk more about that in next week or so. Uh, you can check them out on my Patreon. Now, some of those interviews uh, will probably be uploaded in the future in regular episodes, or at least snippets of those interviews. But again, the full interviews will be uploaded for Patreon as well. But myself, Thomas and Laura, will be doing our own Adventure X uh, episode as well for a regular episode. Um, so this week now, for this week's interview... I am joined by Pontus Wittenmark, uh, who is working on his game Justin Whack and a Big Time Hack. Now, I've spoken about this game before, and he has currently released a demo uh, publicly, which I would highly recommend that people check out. Now, the demo that we speak about was the very first demo, which he kindly sent to me, but the new demo is a little bit different, so it may be a little bit sound a bit different, but... I would highly recommend that people check out the demo and check out the website. And he's also going to have a Kickstarter on November 5th. So I would recommend that people check that out as well and maybe help him as well because the game looks great and I really enjoyed the demo. And I also hope to beat him at Adventure X as well. So without further ado, here is my interview with Pontus Wittenmark. Please enjoy. Thank you again for joining me today. I am joined by Pontus Wittenmark, and I hope I got that name right. <laughs> very well, very well indeed. And you're going to be talking about your game, Justin Whack and the Big Time Hack. Now, right. I'm looking forward to, to playing, or to, well, play, I'm looking forward to playing it, looking forward to listening about it, to hearing about it as well, because I can't speak English now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so hello, Pontus, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Great to be here. Oh, it's great to have you. Thank you so much for for joining me. It's uh, it's a real pleasure to have you on. And it's uh, you know, look, I've I, I played the uh, demo version you kindly sent, and I really enjoyed what I played. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about the game. Well, that, uh, that means a lot, really. Yeah, no, because it's uh, it you know we can I can tell already that a lot of work is being put into it. Yeah. So, and it seems to be coming out well so far. So. So before we start talking about the game, I was wondering if you could introduce yourself and then let us know what your favorite adventure games are. So my name is Pontus Wittenmark, and um, well, um, I've been um, working on this game now for, I think, uh, uh, is it at least a year and a half, something like that. And um, uh, well, you, you asked about my favorite adventure games, so let's start there. So uh, I grew up in the 80s, so uh, the first one that I saw is, uh, was actually, you know, the first King's Quest game on a PC. And that was like, you know, the only games I've seen at that point was like Space Invaders and Pac-Man and stuff. And when I saw King's Quest, I was quite, uh, quite taken with it. But uh, then, uh, you know, I got the, the Commodore 64, which is, you know, was my main computer really when I was a kid. And uh, uh, my favorite there was uh, Maniac Mansion. 
and I, I don't know how many of your listeners played Maniac Mansion on the Commodore 64, but it was, you know, really, really interesting experience. Like, uh, uh, you know, because most of these games, like, you know, the classics like Monkey Island and stuff, that those weren't available on that platform. Right, those came yeah. to the Amiga, yeah. Uh, but uh, Maniac Mansion actually were, and it uh, it really blew me away with the, you know, with the, the humor and the, just the, the storytelling aspects of it and uh, the, the cutscenes. There were so many things in there that I'd never seen before. So, yeah, I, I really really enjoyed that game. Yeah, it was very progressive for its time because it was developed, I believe, in 1988, 89. Mm. And uh, and okay, we've we've had many adventure games since then but for for that time as you mentioned with the cutscenes with the humor with the story that it's it was like a living breathing world and king's quest as well the first one now now when we see it it's like all these little pixels walking across the screen but at the time again it was like an open world game where Mm. you can literally go anywhere and you play in a fairy tale yeah yeah that was really uh, one of the first open world games it Absolutely, was, uh, an amazing experience. But uh, Maniac Mansion, I felt, was even even uh, even more so for me. It was like, you know, there's something about a game that is located at a you know a specific place where you have this this mansion. It's almost like a character in the game that you get to know of, and it's so kooky and weird, mm. and uh, and you know, kind of scary and but mostly fun. And right. very forgiving, you know. I, I really like that, uh, you know. As opposed to maybe, as opposed to King's Quest, where you 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 would, you know, die whatever you would do, and uh, in, in Maniac Mansion you can just go nuts exploring. Yeah, no, I, I remember that. I, I played the Sierra games a little bit later on when I was older, so mm. I didn't grow up playing those games. But uh, I do remember you just go across the screen, go to another screen, and you die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was and, a great way to learn English. You know, that's that's. Uh, yes. <laughs> I've been told all, that. Yes. Yeah. All, all the gamers we got like uh, you know an advantage from having played those you know Larry and, uh, and King's Quest and those games. Yeah. Uh, pro- and pro- on the yeah, go that? ahead. No, pro- uh, you're probably learning the wrong things in Leisure Suit Larry, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So I was also very blown, totally blown away by another adventure game but uh, on the C64 but was more in the you know in the action adventure action genre that, that was uh, last ninja yes i uh, heard of it oh yeah yes. especially the the, the second uh, installment is like absolutely insanely good like last ninja 2 was a real game changer like uh, absolutely mind blowing Yes, no, I've definitely heard. I've never played it, and I don't know too much about it, but I've definitely heard of it. I've definitely, you know, I think I've seen mm. something about it online. So, um, yeah, I think it's like uh, it's not maybe not. Uh, there are puzzles, but they're not like uh, they're not Sierra style or Lucasfilm or LucasArts style. It's uh, much more, you know, action driven. But it's uh, it's just amazing for its time, and it really captures, you know, a world of its own, which was. Really, really beautiful, and one of those rare, you know, occasions where the 16-bit port to to uh, Amiga and Atari really didn't work, but right. uh, but you know, with the limited uh, 8-bit, uh, it really it, it was amazing. I think a lot of it had to do with the, the C64 version. It didn't have you know RAM enough to do 
um, to do sound effects. So, so there was this beautiful music playing and, and watching the character moving through one screen to another. It was like everything was very smooth and it was almost like, uh, you know, a, a ballet or something. Yeah, and, yeah uh, good way of putting it. Yeah, and then in the 16-bit version, it was like, uh, you know, you started to fight someone. It was like, <laughs> and, and it felt like, uh, man, this is very crude. Uh, as opposed to the uh, you know the beautiful experience that we had on the the C64, right? So yeah, so, so, yeah. Yeah, so that was a that was a big one for me, um, for sure. Okay, well, I'll have to check more about it then. Yeah, and... it, it's definitely worth you know just checking out uh, some screenshots because uh, I, you know I haven't played it for like uh, forever, but uh, uh, for the time it was absolutely amazing. Okay, I'll be sure to check it out as soon as I can then later on. Cool, man. Um, and have there been any recent adventure games that you've played that you particularly enjoyed? Yeah, so um, um, I did enjoy Thimbleweed Park. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a you know a interesting homage to to the to the old style. Uh, but among the recent ones, I think. Uh, I really liked the new Larry game. You mentioned Larry before. Yes. Uh, you know there was a new one there. Did you yes, play it? I haven't played it, but I know Thomas has, and he really enjoyed it. It's. Uh, oh yeah. Is is it is it uh, reload? No, it's. Uh, I I know that he he come he's transported into the modern era, modern day. That's the one. You yeah. Mean, is it? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Heard, it I got very it, good reviews. I I think it's uh, it's well deserved. It was. Um, I think they got a lot of things right, really. Mm. Which is uh, so. tough because it wasn't designed. This particular game wasn't designed by Al Lowe, if I uh, if I remember correctly. But exactly, clearly, yeah. made by fans of the of the series. Yeah, well, well, well uh, I think they they did a really good job. So okay, uh, I'll have to check uh, it I out. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that thing. But I, I, um, for me, you know. Gaming was really a thing. It was the thing for me when I was a kid, you know. And I don't really play a lot of the, the modern games. But in this specific genre, since I started working on Justin Wack, I've been checking out all everything that's uh, that's popping up. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. Like uh, like it's there's a bunch of them out there. Not you know, a huge amount nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Because when when I got the idea for to, to do a point and click adventure game, I was like, you know, those were always my favorites, and uh, I mean, uh, no one's doing those these days, right? <laughs> but a friend of mine, like, yeah, there's a couple out there, and I started to investigate, and I was like, I caramba, there's a there's a lot of <laughs> adventure games. There's a lot of games now. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like, because uh, I thought the point and click genre really had, uh, uh, you know, faded faded out. Uh, you know, but um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's. I was very very pleased to see that it's. Uh, uh, I think uh, maybe due to Thimbleweed being being quite successful, I think uh, there's a lot of people gotten into it. Yeah, no, certainly now in the last few years, I think there've been more and more games, and uh, I mean it's still a niche kind of genre, mm. but it's it's still very popular, and the fans, you know, like myself, are still pretty passionate about it. Yeah, so exactly. It's, it's 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 still alive and kicking. It mightn't yeah. be as popular as say like the uh, Call of Duty or anything, but they're still they're still going. It's still it's possible, I believe, to do quite. Well. It's I think it's difficult because there's a lot of adventure games now, but it's still possible to to do well. Like there are quite a few games still out there. 
an adventure genre. So yeah, I get the feeling that it's like it's a small, it's much smaller niche, but the the people who actually play them, you know, they they really like them, and, and they're um, and they probably check out a lot of these games. Just to give an idea, Adventure X now, I think last year was the first time that they sold tickets. And, mm. you know, they sold out after a couple of weeks or months or whatever. But this year, when they put the tickets out on, at 12 p.m., and I went at 12.04 p.m., and uh, cheaper tickets had all sold out. And mm. then uh, within that day, all of the other tickets had sold out as well. So now the British Library will sell them later on, but all of the tickets t- directly by AdventureX have all sold out. So that kind of gives you an idea that it's getting popular again. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, which is, and which is and I, I really enjoy, you know, seeing every every good release coming out there. It's everything adds to, uh, you know, to, to to in general get more people interested in this yes. genre. Because there's so yeah. many people who could really enjoy them, you know, if you yeah. have stories and uh, they could yeah. really enjoy these games. For sure, and I think there's a lot of people who who would who doesn't actually like or, or doesn't they don't choose to spend time with games because there's so much you know stress and uh, uh, you know reaction times and these games are you know these they have the potential to appeal to people who who really wouldn't consider themselves gamers. Exactly. Yeah, that's if you if you just want like an interactive novel or even resolve puzzles or anything that you don't need uh, quick reflexes. Then yeah. I think the adventure genre can be perfect. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I agree. I agree with about everything you've you said. And um, now then, so we, we spoke. We mentioned that you are working on your game, Justin Hack, and uh, I might get the name wrong. So it's yeah. Justin Hack and the Big Time Hack. <laughs> Not really. It, it's no? uh, almost. Oh. It, it's Justin Whack and the Big oh, sorry, Time Hack. <laughs> and you're not the first one to to get that wrong. It's like um, <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, I think the the name is inspired by uh, another Lucasfilm classic, uh, um, uh, you know, the Zack McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders. Yes, yes. So it's a bit of a you know a, a homage to that in, in the name. Um, yes, but but that that's the name. I wanted to to go with something that uh, that for sure wasn't taken. <laughs> well, I think for for sure we can say that this this game I think it's unique in the t- title at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now, so wh- when did you, you said you started working a year and a half ago? Did you it's come a, up with the studio earlier before that? Yeah. So so basically, what I do is um, uh, you know I make my money mostly holding courses in programming. That's the way I've been funding okay. myself for for you know the last. Uh, 10 years and 10 years before that I've just been working you know as a programmer so um, uh, but uh, but for the last uh, let's say uh, seven years or so uh, that's mainly a front for me to get uh, to fund my games you know to fund the game development because the game development is what I'm really about so um, but it's 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 been tough to 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 make it uh, to make make any money of, of it basically so, uh, uh, so when when I completed my last game, which was something that took you know many many years to do, uh, it's a game called Spell Clash that is only available on the Windows uh, Store uh, for weird reasons. I I uh, programmed that on a 
very esoteric um, platform, uh, SAML basically. So um, it's uh, it, it really wasn't a game engine at all. So it was an insane attempt. Uh, but um, you know, when I was working on that, you know, at the end, I started to to think like, um, man, what I really want to do is, you know, my favorite genre, which is the the point and click adventure game genre. So uh, I started, you know, working on the story like uh, maybe two years ago, something like that. So you know, not uh, really uh, programming anything or, or doing anything of that nature, but just uh, writing down. Uh, the story, like the, 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 you know, the basically puzzles and, and plots. Okay, so you started about two years ago with, with this game then? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I've been working on it uh, intensely for half a year and semi-intensely <laughs> for a year or something like that. And okay. uh, the, the graphical artist uh, 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 Alberto Costa got involved, uh, you know, in... in uh, uh, what is it, uh, maybe a half a year ago or five months ago or something like that. Okay, yeah, because I love the way the game looks, which we can talk about shortly. But um, but first of all, what you mentioned uh, Spell Clash was the first game you made. Uh, it's only available on the, on Windows. What type of game is that as well? Is, it, is that... Um, so, so that's a... Um, I'm not really sure what the what the genre is called, but uh, it's one of the, these turn-based <laughs> strategies. Yeah, uh, no, not really. But it's like you know, uh, you have like a bun, you have a wizard, and you have like uh, uh, you, the wizard can cast spells, and uh, uh, you cast a spell on this guy, which means means he can walk like uh, up to the enemy and maybe attack an enemy, and you have maybe. Uh, you have like three actions in one turn. So you do three things and then you submit and then it's the AI's turn or your opponent's turn to to uh, to respond. Okay, yes, right. So, he, yes. Yeah, yeah I, I, do you know what the genre is called? Uh, I believe it was uh, a turn, turn-based strategy. I would, yeah, I would something, say like something like that. Yeah. That would make um, sense. Okay. A bit like, um, a, you know, a, 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 a let's call it a um, a more casual version of Heroes of Might and Magic or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot right. more casual. <laughs> okay. And then the studio, your studio's name is Warm Kitten. Is that correct? Yes, Warm Kitten. It's uh, <laughs> that's the, that's the name of my company. Um, it, it's a it's that, a weird name. That, that, but... that has some, that has some you know very kind of well good feelings for me like it's warm and kitten two things that yeah. at least are positive <laughs> yeah exactly uh, you know it's um, that's the na- that's the company that uh, I've, I've ran now for at least 10 years or something and uh, and, and mostly I, I've been doing consultancy work and uh, and teaching but uh, I figured it was it's a good name for 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 games you know for a splash screen for a game it really works but uh, mm-hmm. it is it is um, uh, not your normal, you know, consultancy, you know, programmer uh, name. Uh, it, it's actually an anagram of my last uh, name, Wittenmark. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, you know, I so, see that. Now. Yeah, <laughs> someone pointed that out to me for like uh, you know uh, a couple of years back, and I was like, wow, I like that. Uh, and I'm re- I always loved cats, so uh, I, I changed the name of the company, and I thought that, that's a pretty good studio name. Yeah, no, again, it's definitely original, and 
as I said, it, it does, I think, for me, provoke war, you know, good feelings, positive vibes. You know, it's like warm kitten. It's like, oh, yeah. So this person can, you know, can be trusted. So. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So. I was like, I remember like an early version I had in my mind of the logo would be like a microwave oven with, you know, three of these weird heat uh, uh, lines inside just to, to, you know, for, for a more provoking touch. But, uh, you know, uh, being um, being such a friend of cats, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, that that would probably re- remind people of the hamster in the microwave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. People, uh, people might be like, "Oh, poor kitty." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think well, I've been getting also some reactions, um, though I'm not sure uh, what's what they're about. But uh, people have been mentioning this uh, this series uh, uh, with these geeks. Uh, is it called Big Bang? The Big or, Bang Theory, yes. Yeah, and, and I'm not really sure what, what's the connection there, but there's some sort of connection with with the name Warm Kitten uh, and, to, and that I'll show. I'll have to check it out because I've yeah, just sort. seen a few episodes, so I couldn't tell you myself. Yeah, but yeah I haven't really gotten into the show either. But uh, but some people have referred to some, I think it's a theme, the theme song or some song in the in the. In the show I'm, I'm not really sure oh i'll have to check it out so <laughs> but it's just an anagram of my last name that's that's the way it came about well it's, it's good the anagram of your name came right as warm kitten <laughs> yeah 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 so, yeah i think that's so, that's uh, that was so cool that i had to use it plus you know i um not to boast but i think the logo is so cute and warm and yes. fuzzy. it gives me that, that that nice feeling yeah so it's of uh of a, well basically a warm kitten who's cuddling up who's lying down yeah exactly so, no, I really like it myself. So, and that's exactly the, you know the feeling that I want to get uh, with uh, with the game. You know, uh, the the tones. You know, everything from from the music and the graphics. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking for something to feel, you know, cozy and uh, mm. and inviting. So it's not it's not a violent blood spatter. <laughs> no, no. And there's uh, there is of course since there's time traveling involved there 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 is a dystopian future, but it's uh, uh, much more along the lines of uh, uh, maybe um, let's say yeah it's more humoristic. It, it's it's more it, there, there's no there's not that much darkness to it. Right. Okay. You know the tone um, is still, still, uh, you know, trying to be warm rather than, uh, rather than the cold. Right. Yeah. So you know, like warm kitten. It's <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay. So the so the the game which you're making is, and I'll see if I got this now. Justin Whack and the Big Time Hack. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Great. Um, I'm on a roll now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so then, for people who mightn't have heard of it, then what can you tell us about the game? So, what's the plot and the setting of this game? Yeah. So, um, uh, as a, like a tagline, I call it a story about time traveling, love, and scary-looking robots. Now, I tried for the longest not to have something silly like that, but for the uh, the trailer, I, I felt maybe I need something like that. Uh, but basically. It starts off with this uh, this uh, character called Justin, and Justin is you know he works as an IT support technician, but uh, uh, he doesn't really like his job. Uh, I feel I'm falling into the the narration now of the uh, 
promotional video. Uh, but um, uh, so he misses his ex-girlfriend, and um, um, without giving any spoilers, there's something that happens uh, regarding a microwave oven that opens up a portal, and he walks through the portal, and he he is uh, basically taken back to like. Uh, I think I said 13,000 years earlier. Yes, that's that's correct. That's what I saw. Because <laughs> mm. I've been getting these, um, uh, like, uh, some some people have been informing me that, you know, there wasn't dinosaurs 13 years, 13,000 <laughs> years earlier. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a game. It's a minor detail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, in this time period, then, uh, let's call it the past, uh, he he um, has a look, he, you know, he walks around, have a look, and uh, then there's this caveman who jumps through the portal, uh, closing it behind him. So this uh, caveman, Clut, uh, is now in Justice office. And uh, uh, and that's basically the premise that, like, like a Justin needs to get home, and Justin probably wants to fix you know to get back together with julia his his lost love because um uh, yeah you you played the an early version of the demo so you know he's pretty melodramatic about uh, their breakup <laughs> yes with the picture on the beside on, on his desk and, mm. and uh yeah I, I think we can all probably relate <laughs> yeah yeah and uh and he's actually I don't know if you noticed, but he he has um, on his computer there this uh, he's created a a profile on a dating site. Yes, <laughs> but but then did he say something like there is no picture and no text yet? So yeah, I, I can tell you you're you're perceptive when you play these games, man. That's great. <laughs> so, uh, and did you maybe um, uh, or did you didn't? But uh, but Clute uh, will maybe you know finish that profile. Know, put oh, some that. interesting stuff in there. Oh, that uh, could that would be very interesting. Could yeah, improve. <laughs> yeah. Very original anyway. And if he um, uh, and, and he's naked, so <laughs> uh, he doesn't really want to use the camera, uh, the webcam. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Until, yeah, he walks around <laughs> with these pixels covering his uh, his private parts. Okay, so, so it's, uh, uh, it's it's still a PG rated. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it should should be okay with all those uh, all those uh, pixels. We didn't. Uh, I mean, we we are showing his his bottom. Okay. I hope that's okay for for people. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you have? I, I know I don't think you put this game out there yet, but did did you have any issue maybe with sensors with, with that? Or I know it's a cartoon character. I know it's a you know it's it's a game. But were there anything like I don't know. Uh, if you've spoken to people that are at Steam or GOG or anywhere, or did anyone mention that as an issue? I mean, for me personally, uh, it's not. But. Yeah, so so uh, that's a good question. I mean, it's too early to say. I, uh, right. It's um, hopefully not. I mean, this is a, he's naked, but uh, there are huge pixels covering uh, the privates, so everything should be fine, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, hey. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 get uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get we'll there. We'll get there. We'll see. Yeah, it's, I yeah. Mean, hopefully it maybe he'll issue. be be wearing some uh, uh, well, yeah, some uh, leotard or whatever the name is. Yes, yes. Uh, well, ho hopefully, 
<laughs> so uh, well, I, I can imagine how this could cause issues, you know, if you want to take a profile pic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he should probably get some clothes uh, before that. Uh, right. But, um, uh, uh, yeah, but so, so so these two characters have switched place in time, and, and, you know, Justin wants to get back, and he ultimately wants to get back with Julia. But uh, Clute, the caveman, he's very, you know, he likes this new world and he wants to explore mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he, he is re- not really interested in going back. He wants yeah, to, he wants to go forth. <laughs> I can imagine that world. he, yeah, like, he oh, likes all, this, all of these uh, you know. things here. Oh, wow. All of these new inventions that, yeah. are, that are not in my world. Oh, no, I like mm-hmm. this world. And he, and he, uh, you know, he, um, he picks, uh, he gets involved in online dating and maybe he'll even... Um, get to know Justin's ex, Julia, uh, oh. through the dating site. Who knows? Uh, who knows? It could be an interesting love triangle. Yeah. I, I haven't played it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, and uh, he becomes more of this like uh, hipster character, you know, like because uh, he has the beard and uh, he has, uh, you know, he, he's, uh, he's a truly adventurous character, you know, uh, at least in... Uh, um, in some people's eyes, I don't want to give give away too much, but, but course, uh, basically yes, yes. he will be a um, uh, he, he will uh, he will have some fun in in the present. Okay, now I'm very curious that he. I mean, I can imagine that he might be popular with with uh, uh, with, with some of the ladies. You know, he's certainly very different. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, and um, um, yeah, so. Uh, so, so basically, he will be walking around uh, mostly in the present, uh, and and Justin will be walking around in the past. But uh, he will also have to. He, he will get. He will find means to take himself uh, to travel basically in time. Okay. Uh, but in order to get, and he can travel to the future. But in order to get to the present that is where where uh, clute and uh, julia is at uh, he will need uh, um, need to sort some things out first okay yeah there, there's like a rodent driven time machine and, and you need you know the right kind of uh, rodent or uh, the right kind of animal to to um, to spin that wheel to get to the, to the right time I really like how you're, you know, putting your own stamp on the on the time traveling genre. That I think there's definitely, a, uh, you know, a lot of potential, you know, for, uh, you know, in the past, in the present, future, and so then, uh, did you go down to? Because I know if you're making a time traveling story, things can get very complicated very quickly. Yeah. Do you have, uh, you know, if things that happened in the past will affect the future, or that the present and the future is already set? Basically, so uh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I or is think... that a spoiler? No, no, no worries. Uh, so, uh, yes, I, I do have that. Like, so if you do something in the the past, it will have an effect on the present and the future. But uh, uh, it will. It, it those those you know puzzles revolving around that are limited, though. I, I mean, I, I didn't go nuts with it because it's like. Uh, you know, I don't know about you, but when I watch uh, Star Star Trek and stuff, and it's a time 
uh, it's time traveling based stuff. Mm. I'm mostly like, okay, get, uh, you know, get everyone get to the present and go on with the story. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes. I get a bit <laughs> impatient and confused, you know, with all those, uh, you know, all those um, uh, paradoxes about uh, timelines and stuff. So I'm keeping this fairly simple, but there's definitely that element of it that if you do something in the past, uh, it will have an effect on the present and the future. Uh, but uh, I'm not. Uh, it's not. It's not super complicated in that way. But uh, but there's definitely some puzzles that uh, revolve around that. Yeah. Okay. Because. And, and uh, I mean, go ahead, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that that um, you know when I came up with this idea, I had I think I had two two ideas for point and click adventure games, uh, and this one, I mean, the, the theme of of time traveling is uh, and having as in this game that you can switch between characters it's obviously uh you know there's a game out there that does this <laughs> uh, and does it very very well so right uh, uh so i um uh, but i still felt that yeah this is different enough and uh and uh, my other idea was what is much more uh it's more more uh, darker and uh, or more 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 twin peaksy uh, I think uh, you know the first adventure game I wanted to do. I wanted to keep it in you know this humorous uh, way, and um, uh, I, I just felt that there's there's so much interesting stuff you can do puzzle-wise when you have these different time traveling, and and it also gives you know the feeling of a larger world when you mm-hmm. even if it's just you know going from one scene to another. You know, if it's uh, if it has that aspect of of time, it's another dimension that makes things more, you know, feel larger. No, uh, no, definitely, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, you know, like like if you play Zach McCracken, you can uh, you can do you know you can go um, and, and, and you know go to the airport and fly to different different countries and you can you know go to mars and stuff if i remember correctly or was it the moon yes i think it's, it's i think i played it many many years ago but yeah 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 it's like um uh, it does add something uh, something you know ju- just um i i think it, it adds something to to the the feeling of um of of, of grandness so to speak, or like it feels, it feels like the game is bigger than it actually is when, when, when it's not only scenes in the same world, it's actually, you know, uh, seems from another dimension, so to speak. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean, because then if you have something like this, um, you know, I know uh, Day of the Tentacle also had time traveling uh, in it, but yeah. also you could, in that game, you go basically the same locations, but in different time periods, but so they seem different. Mm. Uh, and so, like, you know, different characters and, you know, different uh, locations, they were the same locations, but they were designed very differently. So, if, as you mentioned, it felt kind of like bigger, it felt like new locations. Yeah. Do we see similar in this game? So do we have, like, uh, if it's a spoiler, you don't need to answer, but do we have, you know, in similar locations... In different time periods that are different. I don't know if I've explained myself well. Yeah, or, yeah, I totally get what you mean. Uh, and or yes, are, there, are uh, there new locations in every, you know, there in are, the time periods? Yeah, there are new locations in every time period, but there are also some which are the same. 
So, so uh, some scenes, you know, you can be will will be able to do something in the past, and you'll be able to go check out the present, and stuff will have happened. Okay. Uh, but there are also unique scenes in every uh, time period. There is, of course, a um, there is, of course, a threat as well because uh, since these two people have switched or swapped places in time. Uh, they are there are robots from the future who is hunting down these uh, unauthorized time travelers and you know with okay. a mission to, to to liquidate them. Okay, so Justin also has to deal with the and Clute, uh, the caveman, mm. deal with those threats as well. That you know they have to try. And, well, Justin has to try and get back to the present, but he has to deal with these robots as well. Yeah, they're always like. Uh, um, hunted there's always a sense of of uh, let's say playful danger <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> that, I, thought, uh, that, I, I thought that in the demo <laughs> oh yeah uh, uh, yeah so, so there it's um so, so that's another dimension of it like uh, uh and, and they're they're very they're hell-bent on you on you not contaminating the timeline because they the fact that they exist is based on some stuff that you might just prevent. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, th- these robots are of course AI driven, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, well, AI is being um, explored uh, very. Um, let's say that uh, in the present there is the new nucleus for for uh, there's this guy, uh, you know, doing weird stuff with AI. That might just um, lead to some scary stuff in the future, which uh, you know, Clute might, Clute and, and Julia might uh, do something about. Okay, I'm, I'm very curious now. Like, I can imagine just Clute, you know, just picking up a pen and going, "What is this?" <laughs> mm. Yeah, of, of course. And you you uh, noticed in the demo that uh, Clute he has to learn English first before he can do anything else, right? Right. No, I haven't played as Clute yet. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's what I'm going to ask you as well. You know about communication. You know how you know so how how in the present particular um, that he'd have to learn English so he in order to communicate with the people. Yeah. So so basically, he will be speaking uh, just like a caveman caveman talk uh, <laughs> before he's educated himself. So um, so he'll uh, but but pretty. Soon uh, and in the demo, uh, you will uh, have to educate this this caveman to, uh, you know, to make it in the world. He can't he can't uh, do a profile text on the website or, or the, the right. dating site if uh, he can't uh, you know spell and stuff. Now you talked a little bit about the, the puzzles, you know, the time traveling aspect. But now I got a bit of a sense of the of the puzzles in in the demo. Um, you know, when you're trying to, you know, when you're with the robot guard and you're trying to, you know, distract him and that and try to get out of that situation. But I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what we can expect with regard to puzzles in the game. Yeah, so... Um, Again, without giving any spoilers. But yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, so the, the puzzles... Um, the puzzles that I enjoy are... You know, based in in, in logic, but uh, hopefully have a, some sort of twist 
on them that, uh, okay, uh, maybe the outcome is what I expected, but maybe not in the way that I expected it. And um, there's a few, you know, red herrings around and it's always, you know, a, a tricky balance to, to get it right, to, do, to leave, you know, just the right amount of clues uh, mm -hmm. for people to, to solve it. But, but I'm aiming for puzzles that are, you know, kind of, um, let's say, LucasArts style puzzles, like based in logic and... Uh, uh, but, you know, I try to make them as fun as possible. Right. I, I think I succeeded at least in the demo when that puzzle that I mentioned that I was able to get it, but and it made sense, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that, that's awesome to hear, man. Uh, I, I, I Hopefully, when you play a clute, um, uh, you, that puzzle in the demo is a bit more... Uh, <laughs> maybe not as uh, it's it's a two-part puzzle and the first part is very uh, is fun and makes sense the, the second part is fun but doesn't make total <laughs> sense uh, but I think if I can sprinkle uh, one more clue in there uh, it will definitely uh, pass as, as, as a good puzzle I hope okay. so <laughs> okay I'm looking forward yeah. to, to trying it because certainly the puzzle that I had was made sense and it's it was funny as well. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. And well, okay, I'm looking forward because I imagine now as Clute, as a caveman, time traveling caveman in the present who doesn't speak English, that you it certainly has great potential for puzzles and for communication as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, and and I don't think uh, we mentioned much about Julia so far. Yes. Uh, and Julia will be. Uh, you know, connected with Clute. So basically, uh, when you start the game, you can only play Justin, but very soon you can play Justin and Clute and, and switch between them. And uh, Julia will be appearing, you know, in in cutscenes and so forth. So she, she'll be playing a a role, and she will play a prominent role in the game. You know, in the complete game. Uh, um, basically, in the third act is where you unlock her, and she's the um, she's uh, more tough, you know. Uh, if you look at the at Justin, uh, the IT technician, and Clute, the caveman, I think they're they're both, uh, you know, some uh, aspects of my personality. Justin is the, you know, the the the, the program, the civilized programmer, uh, you know, the rational uh, but melodramatic guy. Uh, so, so he he's he's kind of like uh, a bit. Uh, um, Threepwood, Guybrush Threepwood-ish, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, a classic, uh, classic kind of character. What what Clute is the 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 irrational, you know, the the the, the lust for life kind of uh, kind of character. And uh, uh, so so they they're both, uh, and he's living in the present moment. You know, he he doesn't he don't really want to go back. He he likes this new life, and he, he wants to explore the new stuff. And uh, you know, he he thinks. The present is, is is an awesome place to be in, uh, and Julia is more like um, uh, she's uh, she's over Justin, but Justin isn't over her. <laughs> and uh, but she she is you know more of a uh, she has uh, you know this uh, she has a Ramones T-shirt on her, so, you know, and uh, is more of a rocker. You know, she's um, 
or pop slash rocker. I, I made her like uh, in in the in her apartment, which you can play in the demo. Uh, she has this like uh, like Smiths and uh, the Cure. She, she's like uh, um, and Ramones. She's just like a, a pop rock kind of a lady. She's no, she's not a geek like Justin. And right. uh, she's, you know, she, she knows her way, so she knows her way around. And, and I think she's, uh, she, she's probably going to play a, a key role in in solving this thing in the end. Okay, yeah, just seeing the screenshot now that she, uh, you know, has blue hair and she also has a kitten that I see. <laughs> in the oh yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's oligarch. Oh, that's oligarch. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oligarch is the the kitten that she adopted. Uh, she is like a, like a stray cat. But of oh. course, uh, Justin had to be allergic. If uh, Justin has any hopes of winning uh, Julia back, he has to, of course, uh, you know, prove to her that she that that he he is, you know, these things that she really doubts. That like she like the, he is adventurous and he is passionate and he is no longer allergic to cats. These things, <laughs> uh, you know, he has to prove somehow um, uh, using stuff from the past and the future. Uh, you know, if he, you know, he, he wants uh, to uh, to have a chance at, at winning her back. Okay, I'll be very, very curious to know <laughs> how he proves that he's not allergic to, <laughs> to <Yeah>. the cat. <laughs> yeah, and he would have to have some way of passing that proof you know, from, right. you know, back to, to the present, right? So so okay. there will have to be some sort of uh, of way to to pass an object from one time zone or, or one uh, uh, era to another. Okay, so, so yeah, all we need to do is, you know, jump in a portal, go back in time, forward in time, try and get the yeah. items together. It should be, should be easy enough. It should be, but the portal isn't <laughs> stable, you see. Yes, yes. No, I saw that in the game when the caveman just jumped in and then left you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, the the portals are, are are tricky, tricky business. But mm. uh, but everything started with this uh, microwave oven. So yeah, so, don't, don't uh, try this at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You shouldn't actually. Uh, so it, it puts metal in the microwave and all kinds of weird stuff happens. So so maybe if uh, if uh, Clute in the future uh, could locate a, a microwave oven. Maybe uh, oh, maybe those okay. could have you know, some sort of connection there. Interesting, yeah. So, uh, well, well, now we know what happens if you put metal in a microwave, because I've never yeah. actually tried it. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do it, man. No, okay, because I don't want to go back in time. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, thank you for that. And now then, one thing that really strikes me in the game is the graphics. They they do me I mean they, they look unique but they they remind me of the the LucasArts games definitely they're very expressive with the uh, cartoon graphics and definitely with the characters as well with we see Justin and Groot and Julia they all look very different and unique as well and you know Justin with his glasses and his blonde hair as well and actually it looks you know at least where he's you know kind of like uh, Justin would look like you know how maybe Pixar might put the graphics. You know, I don't know if you if that was an inspiration, but what what can you tell us about the the look of the game, the graphics, and any of the inspirations? Well, um, 
Yeah, the looks that was that was uh, was interesting. I mean, uh, I mentioned that the uh, the the vibe we were going for was like cozy and and warm and uh, um, unthreatening and you know adventurous. Uh, so, uh, but regarding the 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 actual look, uh, I always uh, I knew from the get go that I wanted 2D. You know, that's. Uh, um, Somehow, I, I've never really, 3D style never really appealed to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, pixel art, I think, is beautiful, you know. Uh, but uh, there's this aspect of of it being a bit too nostalgic for me. Like, um, there's something right. about it that feels a bit uh, too old or, like, uh, too stuck in time for some reason. Uh, but I, I do enjoy playing those. It's just, you know, um, I wanted a, a f- more fresh look. And uh, uh, and I find uh, I, I found Alberto Costa, this great, uh, fantastic uh, designer, and, uh, and uh, uh, also a, turned out to also be an awesome uh, animator. And, um, and we cooked it up uh, together. You know, I, I had some, uh, uh, I had some concept art to begin with, so he, he understood, you know, what I was going for. Uh, but he definitely put his own spin spin on it. I mean, he's uh, um, he, he's been absolutely great to work with. And we became, you know, I just saw his profile on uh, on this website, and I contacted him, and we, st- you know, we started working on this. And uh, yeah, we become friends in the in the process. He's he's just great. Oh, that, that's great to hear. Where is Alberto from? Uh, he's uh, from uh, uh, he's from Spain. Oh, okay. So you're working. So you're in Sweden. He's in Spain. Yeah, exactly. Fun. So, so we have never actually met in person. We, we, okay. we're, <laughs> we're talking like like you know like you and I are talking. I think definitely you guys achieve what you said. I mean, with uh, even with what I see uh, when Justin goes, you know, looks at the portal, and then his facial reaction is one of utter confusion. Yeah. Like, what is this? And you really nailed that, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I then, mean, then the, ca- the caveman as well. His reaction was like, "Who is this? What's happening in my world?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, um, uh, and th- that was uh, such a. I mean, I mean uh, technically, when 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 I started doing this, uh, at first we were doing everything with frames uh, or, or like rather PNG images, you know, so every animation was a series of PNGs. Mm-hmm. So if you imagine that animation where, where Justin is like getting scared of the, uh, of the portal opening. So that would be like uh, very taxing on the, on the memory for the computer to, you know, when you actually execute the game. So uh, we had a lot of problems with that, like uh, you know the the memory consumption. And, and let me know if I get uh, you know too technical. For no, uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so so everything it was basically eating up all the the RAM. Uh, and uh, and he's um, he said that uh, if we could uh, work, you know, because he does the animations in this program called Spine, which is like a 2D animation where you do like you know you do like joints and bones and stuff and that you can animate stuff uh, freely and um, uh, and when when I finally was able to get that working in the game so we could use you know he could export his spine uh, 
um, uh, files into Unity where I, you know, uh, do the programming, uh, the memory consumption just like went went down and everything became really smooth. Oh wow! Great. Yeah. Yeah, so so I mean, him being not only good at doing background, but also at uh, animating was was really was really a, a gift from above. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, no, I, I think you guys nailed it. Uh, from what I can see, it's great that you found a way as well to keep the memory low when uh, when working on it. Mm. And is there is there anybody else on the team, or so far is it just the two of you guys? Uh, so there is actually a guy called uh, Samuel Lindberg here in Sweden who has uh, who is doing the sound effects for the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he will be doing uh, ev- all the sound effects, uh, um, and uh, and those weren't in the in the demo that that you played, right? But th- those uh, those will be uh, included later. Okay. Look forward to to hearing those. And yeah. Um, and then you, uh, you you mentioned as well, I think before we started recording, that you do music as well. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. So um, I've always been, you know, playing in bands and stuff. And uh, and I've done a lot of creative writing and stuff. So, so doing a point-and-click adventure game is just like the most creatively, uh, you know, rewarding experience I've an all-encompassing experience I've, I've ever had in any project. This is so much fun. So, That's so basically, here. you know, with the team, uh, Alberto does the, the graphics and the animations, and uh, Samuel does the uh, sound effects, and I do the rest basically. So it's it's a lot of hats to wear. It's uh, <laughs> too too many. I mean, it, to be honest, the 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 hat that I'm least comfortable wearing is the promotional hat, like to uh, don't have much experience, you know, pushing the game, you know, getting people to know about the game. No, I I know what you mean. I'm the same with the podcast. So. Okay. So, yeah, yeah I think it's just, it's just getting the word out there, just, um, uh, you know, contacting all of these, you know, people like, you know, adventure gamers and that as well and going on forums and, you know, Reddit as well. And yeah, <laughs> trying yeah to get exactly. The word out there. Yeah. So I really enjoy doing what, you know, what you and I are doing now. Mm. But uh, to to uh, uh, to try to push, uh, uh, pu- uh, you know, I, I've done so many gifs and put it on my my Twitter, uh, Pontwit, and uh, you know, there's a Facebook page uh, mm-hmm. for Justin Wack and the Big Time Hack, and uh, and WarmKitten.com. You can find everything. But it's um, it it takes a lot of time, and uh, it's um, that it's that something. <laughs> yeah, and it takes away, you know, from the from the real creative work so if, if there's anything that i would like to you know if, if anybody wants to help out it's just you know share share spread the word about this game because uh, we're not really good at <laughs> doing that we i really it would be awesome to have you know a someone helping out with with some pr stuff but because uh, it's not my strong suit yeah, sure. If anybody listening does work in PR or knows, feel free to get in touch. With yeah, or, or even better, you know, just or share uh, check, the game. Check, check it out, and if you like it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, share it yourself. That that would, would be so 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 appreciated. Yeah, definitely, appreciate and, and retweet and everything, and yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's because uh, making games is. Uh, you know, I know how to do that, but but how to uh, to. To promote uh, is uh, is something I, I've, I haven't really 
uh, done before. This is the first time I'm actively trying to push the game, you know, you know, going to these forums, uh, creating these uh, little snippets of, you know, these GIFs and, and trying to spread the word. Uh, yeah, no, so, so I'm very, very grateful that uh, to be on this podcast. That's uh, oh, no this, worries this at all. I'm, I'm delighted to speak to you. No, but I, I, a lot of people that I think can definitely relate. You know, whatever they do, I've I heard from authors, you know, especially independent authors, that they like the writing part. They like writing stories and you know writing books, but then to promote it, especially if you're independent, that that's the part that they don't know that they have difficulty with. You know, on Facebook and on Twitter and getting the word out there because as you mentioned you you liked creating the game but then getting the word out is more difficult so but there are i mean there there are ways there are people out there you know what i would say as well is speak to other developers uh, to see you know things that they do as well and mm. i'm sure people have some good advice yeah um, for sure yeah there's tons to of material out there like uh, to, to help out so so uh and, and try to know, get it's... like other publications too right because it had happened that as we record, I saw that for Theropods, which we will know by the time this recording goes out, probably how the Kickstarter was done. But they appeared on PC Gamer, as did Gibus from Livubor and Stuck in the Attic. So that's, uh, you yeah, know, so it is possible. Yeah, it and is. That's, that's very inspiring. I don't know if you want to talk about it. This episode goes out, the Kickstarter will probably be out. Um, I don't know if there's anything you can say about the Kickstarter at this time for people listening. I can say that uh, I would uh, love for people to to support it. Uh, of course, that's, a, that's <laughs> amazing to, to uh, pledge and to back your game. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Which looks uh, amazing. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, we're really trying to do something awesome. We're not trying to make a, a mediocre game. We're trying to make a, a classic. You know, that that's that's the ambition. I'm mm-hmm. sure that's everyone's ambition. But it's like uh, uh, we want to make something really special. Uh, but um, uh, the Kickstarter is like, um, you know, I mean, so far I've, I've been, you know, just just uh, holding these courses and taking consultancy gig just to get money to to pay, uh, you know, for, for graphical artists and, and so uh, and things of that nature. And uh, but uh, I mean, this game to finish this game. Uh, it's going to take some time, you know, to finish the complete game. So that's why I'm really, you know, working so hard for this demo to to have a demo that feels pretty much as the finished product, you know, to have it kind, of, to have it, you know, a, a fair, pretty high bar on on the level of polish. Is what I'm going for, uh, just to pr- to show to people that okay, um, this is what you can expect, uh, and what we you know, if we go with voice acting or not, that might be a stretch goal on the Kickstarter. I'm, I'm not sure yet. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's if I'm I could fund this game, you know, the way I funded my last game, you know, just working, getting the cash, and and living, you know, rather cheaply, and uh, pay people to for, for the, re, the the resources that I need for for the game. But it'll take so long. It's like um, I would love to be you know, to be able to work more focused on this game, you know, for a for a long enough period of time to 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 actually, uh, you know, deliver a solid game. Sure. No, I I understand perfectly. And um, and yeah, no, voice acting might be stretch goals. You might have different 
things and that. And have you thought about now any of the different tiers? Or are you still working on those? Uh, tiers as in um, like uh, rewards so you, or? Yeah, so rewards and that. So now, as, uh, now I just had an interview with um, Jan Sarah. Um, and, you know, what I told him was that for myself, I really want to back the game rather than the rewards, but then other people, uh, you know, want the rewards, but then there are, you know, take up the logistical issues with mm. uh, physical rewards, you know, selling them and manufacturing them and uh, sending them around the world. So mm. have you have you thought about this at all or have you thought about any of the tiers or the rewards or? So, yeah, I have uh, thought about it, but I haven't, uh, I mean, Again, by the time uh, people a, yeah. hear this, everything will be <laughs> up there. But, but uh, I'm thinking, you know, less physical stuff, more more uh, mm -hmm. digital stuff. Like, so there's um, uh, I mentioned I've done this uh, the music. So everything, has, every scene has uh, different music. Um, that uh, could be something, you know, you know to download those, uh, you know, like a digital download of all the original music, the like the the soundtrack. Uh, but uh, of course, uh, I think the most interesting um, reward is probably to have something in the game yourself, right? Yeah, that could happen. I mean, for me, it's always for the game to be released itself. That's the, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's I mean, that's the, the main, main reward to that's enjoy the, the game. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I think as well to have people like in in the game. I know that people so that they're usually the higher end tiers as well, but uh, yeah. But and then yeah. some people have like you can get this tier for two copies of the game. That's you know to send to a friend or whatever. Oh, interesting. There will definitely be one uh, like uh, there is uh, a statue that is central in the game. That uh, you know that depicts the, the a great philanthropist you know in the present, uh, okay. and that that uh, that person's name is uh, you know still. Uh, that, that, that I could definitely see that one being one of the, uh, you know, the the most generous uh, backer of the Kickstarter to have okay. his, his yeah. name and, uh, and 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 everything, you know, in the actual in the actual game. That would be kind of cool. But okay. uh, uh, to be honest, uh, there's also I haven't really I haven't really nailed that yet, but. They, they, I might do something like you know in Thimbleweed Park they had this uh, uh, phone catalog where you yes. just list people's names and stuff and they had some very interesting stuff where they could actually you know you could call them and they have this voice uh, recorded voice message and stuff I think they did something similar with the uh, in the library they had people's book titles or or something like that. Yeah, well, so, there's still many different things you could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I'm very, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not, not, not uh, I haven't really nailed that yet. I mean, uh, this is the first Kickstarter uh, we've ever done. Right. I've, I've ever been a part of it all. So, uh, so everything is, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're trying it out. And it's very, uh, it's also interesting, you know, I, I've, dissected a few of the adventure game kickstarters and you know analyze how much are they asking for and how well did it go and uh you know how how did the you know what's the structure and what's the budget and, and all of that mm -hmm. yeah and, so that's, uh, 
that, that's something that was my next question actually is how how do you decide how much to ask for yeah yeah it's uh, that's uh, that's really tough you know i understand that some people ask for rather little and uh with the ambition of of you know going to a publisher and saying you know there's obviously interest because we got mm-hmm. this amount of of money and you know there's this this uh, there are backers um that uh, might be one way but i, I think uh, my preferred way would be to ask for a little more and and go without a publisher but um i'm not sure either way the the amount we ask for will be uh will be a fraction of what you know the time that it's actual right you know what we actually would need to uh, so um I'm, I'm sure we'll be taking from the the warm kitten the rather limited warm kitten funds uh, <laughs> so maybe this on, thing. On, under the mat where the warm kitten is lying <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, so uh, but but that's an interesting question and and uh, i i um you know I, i'm not uh Hopefully it it will work, and hopefully it uh, will find a you know a settle on, on a um, an amount that is you know feasible. From what what I've analyzed, it's like you know some some of these games have like uh, I don't know if you saw if you played or saw the Kickstarter for this uh, German game. I think it was Trüberbrook. Uh, yes, no, that passed me. I, I mean, I, I know the the game we reviewed it on this podcast, but but yeah, I didn't see their Kickstarter really. But mm. so, uh, but you've seen the like the trailer and stuff. It's yes, yes, that it's it's uh, it's kind of claymation, I think. Yeah, it's like it. Um, it's one of the most visually stunning games I've ever seen. Yes, it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks absolutely amazing, and it's um, um, you know. With something like that, uh, it's really like uh, that's uh, that's something. With graphics like that, you can ask for a lot more, I think, because you know, just seeing it, you know, everyone's first reaction is, "Wow, this we haven't quite seen that before," and it looks just so stunning. Yes, uh, and uh, you know, a lot of the um, point-and-click games have a much more. You know, they ask for a lot less, and their, uh, you know, the first impression of the graphics is is more like, uh, I mean, it, it looks personal and charming, but uh, I think it's it's harder to ask for, for a whole lot of cash if uh, the first impression isn't, uh, you know, mm-hmm. really 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 awesome. Uh, but you know, um, so so basically, I, I'm trying to see, okay, uh, if I'm with our graphics and you know our, the first impression that people will get from from looking at uh, at what we got, what might be a good starting place to 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 um, to set an amount. And uh, you know, actually having that as 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 the main gauge, I think, like uh, the first impression, how how um, how good does it look, basically. But I think also the, I mean, it's it's obvious that uh, uh, you can't make it on on good graphics. It's uh, you have to have a compelling story and fun gameplay. That's what it's all about. 
Well, I, th I think at least well from the screenshots, I think you have the graphics that they look beautiful, and then from the the short demo I played, I, at least I was engaged. I was, uh, you know, I I wanted to find out more, and when <laughs> which is you know that was a good. I was really interested myself. So, um, yeah, I I think the best thing you can do is make the best game that you can, and then with a the Kickstarter, then. Uh, you know, do do the very best that you can, and get lots of advice from other people, and see how it goes, and be yeah, yeah, yeah. With the audience with the backers, and try to keep yeah. getting the word out there because it it is tough. Other developers told me, even well-known developers have said that it can be tough, just yeah. getting the word out there above you know all the rest. Yeah, but I would say just just keep at it. Yeah, at least have I the think... graphics down, which I think should be able to get people's attention. Yeah, we have the graphics done, and yep. I think uh, like the uh, uh, we're put, putting a lot of effort into the demo, you know, so that when people play the mm -hmm. demo, we, we wanted to have like a very polished feel that it, uh, mm -hmm. um, you know, just like like a like a proof of concept to say that, yeah, imagine yeah. the game will be looking pretty much like this, just yes, a whole yes, lot well. longer. <laughs> Yeah, no, for, for me, it looks really, really nice. The, the graphics, you know, they, they look great. So, and I'm sure many other people will agree when they first see it and when they see the trailer and the demo as well. So, mm, uh, very best to look with that. And do you know how, more or less, how long the, the gameplay might be? I know it's still very, very early yeah. <laughs> in production. Uh, I uh, don't do you have any really. plans? No. <laughs> uh, to, to, to know how to say how long the game is, that's uh, it's, uh, so hard. It now, is, now yes. I've been doing uh, playtesting with a demo, uh, and uh, you know my ambition was like, okay, we sh should have a demo that is at least uh, you know twenty minutes of gameplay or something. But uh, I find it's more like forty minutes or something like that, with thirty that's minutes. Oh, the demo is uh, so, 30, 40 minutes. That's a good amount. Actually. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good amount. I think. I think you know the, the demo version that I sent you uh, was uh, limited. You have a new one in your inbox right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks so, for that. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're very welcome. So, uh, so I think it's, uh, I think it's, uh, it, it's a pretty good demo. I think it's, um, it showcases, you know, the vision for the game. Uh, to, to be honest, I think uh, the challenge is getting people to to play the demo and to to to, uh, to uh, just know that it's out there. We'll try to sure, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, again, all I can do is try your very best to get the word out. And, yeah, um, and then and again, I know this is very early, but do you uh, where, do you know where the game will be released or what uh, you know what systems it'll be? I imagine Steam will be the first. Yeah. Yeah, Steam uh, is the the, nice. the the main target. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And so so for uh, PC for PC and uh, thinking also Mac. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have been getting questions about Linux and mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know I I don't don't have very much experience with Linux so uh, maybe maybe. Okay. Uh, and I also keep um, I mean, you know technically Linux shouldn't be a problem. You know where where we're building on on Unity, so it should technically be really easy to to do uh, the the same experience there, just to publish to that target. Sure, yeah. But uh, yeah. you would want to try it out, and you would want uh, you know some some quality assurance around that. So it's like it's hard uh, hard to make any promises right now. Of course, and and then uh, do you know any other? I know it can very very early, 
But would you like to release it on maybe iOS or Android or, or Switch, which a lot of people generally ask game developers, you know, can you release yeah. it on, on yeah. this? Um, w- would you like to at some point in the future? Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, in my mind, um, a mobile version would be awesome. And mm. when I create, you know, when messing around with the interaction system, I've always kept that in the back of my head to get something that would be, you know, without compromising with the main uh, the main interaction system, the mouse and keyboard, uh, it would be really cool to have something that is portable to to a touch based a touch touch based system. Of course. So yeah. yeah so iOS and Android would uh, definitely be something that I would love to do. Uh, okay. So possibly a stretch goal thing, but it's uh, yeah that that okay, would be, be really fun. We can see first of all get this game <laughs> nailed on P- on PC and, and and Mac and maybe Linux then as well. And then, yeah, um, yeah, and and you mentioned Switch as well. And uh, when it comes to uh, the consoles, I'm not uh, I'm not really sure if it's you know more hmm. maybe there's some licensing stuff to yeah, sort I've, out. I, honestly, I I have no idea from my end, but I do know from other adventure game players that that's one of the questions that they seem to ask you know is it yeah. on switch is it on switch yeah yeah but i got I, that question about switch and it sounds but, uh, uh i mean we would love to have it on every platform of uh, course of course but it's like it's just a question of how hard it is to to port and mm-hmm. uh, i think the best thing is step by step yeah yeah for sure so, and the and the, i mean this um and the main target is, is mouse and keyboard for sure. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, th- that's the best place to start. For sure, yeah. Yeah. And um, and then again, would you again very early, depending on the Kickstarter and everything, uh, is there a time that you would like to release it? Would you have a tentative release date or year that uh, okay. you would like, or when it's ready? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I would love to say when it's ready, but. Uh, um, uh, when As I, said, uh, I know when, it's very very early. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know the, the adventuregamers.com. They, they they told me that. Uh, do you have like a an idea of the release date? Because then we can put it on our, our calendar. And I was like, oh cool, calendar sounds good. So I was like, yeah, like uh, late 2020 should should be oh. around that time should be good. And uh, yeah, that's that's still the case. Like uh, okay, that, that's still what I'm aiming for but uh, uh but please don't don't uh, don't <laughs> don't quote so me on for it. definite late 2020 november december yeah it's definitely for sure nothing can change <laughs> yeah you <laughs> no, know I, 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 I think you do right to say it can you know things can change you know for yeah. the better as well if you add more scenes or whatever yeah. to get yeah. bigger because that that can happen as well but that was also you know the plan with making uh, uh this this demo that like if we do it um, uh, rather kind of an ambitious demo, then we will have an easier time to estimate how long will it take to do the complete game, because the complete game uh, should be you know it's uh, it should be about the same challenges. I mean I think I've nailed ninety percent of the challenges of the technical challenges, but. Uh, um, but we'll see. Ten more, ten more percent to go. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I, so uh, uh, I, I, 
I'm not, not sure if you want me to go into like uh, how the game was created. Like, yeah, technically. sure, go ahead. Because yeah, uh, I've heard uh, on interviews um, on your podcast that a lot of people have been uh, using, uh, is it Advent, uh, what's it called? The, there's AGS? Like a design. Or Adventure yeah. Creator? Or AGS uh, Adventure Game Studio? Yeah, there's Adventure Game Studio is the one I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so it's interesting because, you know, the last game that I made, Spell Clash, uh, that wasn't even, you know, on a game engine. So I had to, like, reinvent everything. Uh, and what I learned from that was like, okay, never again. Now I'm going to make, you know, try to work on a much more higher level and, you know, focus more on the creative stuff and not so much on the plumbing stuff. Sure. Um, but being a programmer, you know, it's it's really hard to let go of, of control, especially if you have, you know, this a, a bit of a perfectionist uh, uh, weakness, you know. Uh, so what I went with, uh, and I, I recommend to people uh, if you uh, if you have an experience in, in using C sharp, I went with with Unity and Unity has this uh, you mentioned it the Adventure Creator plugin. So that uh, um, that uh, has been an interesting experience you know to to learn because because Unity was actually something a game engine that I hadn't worked in before this game so I learned Unity and. Uh, adventure creator along the same you know at the same time basically okay uh, but i think that that uh, is uh, I, I that i can really recommend that that plugin adventure creator it's uh it takes away you know a lot of the like um, uh, let's say infrastructure work uh, but uh, you do have to or at least um, um you, you will Unless you're fine with with what comes out of the box, you will do some programming. Probably, I, I've done tons of, of stuff on top of it. So, you know, okay. my ambition is to build many adventure games. So, I built I built uh, something that I called Squawk, script creation script creation utility for adventure creator. Uh, you know, like Scum script creation yes, utility yes. for oh, Maniac Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> so this yeah, could so, be the next scum then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so I built this layer on top of Adventure Creator to to enable, you know, spine integration and uh, uh, analytics and and just basically for 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 keeping my my sanity when uh, <laughs> uh you know when, when 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 stuff change. So I have a lot of like validation like uh no, you can't, you know, that character doesn't have an animation that has that name and you haven't entered any text here and yada, yada. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit of a uh, you know, platform uh, that I'm, I'm hoping to, to build more games on in the future. Okay, yeah, that's actually my next question. So after Justin Wack, when it's for sure definitely released in 2020 at the end. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But uh, after yeah, yeah. Justin... After Justin Wack then is released, uh, you have plans to make other adventure games then? Do you have any ideas of what games? I don't have to reveal them yet, but do you have any yeah, ideas yeah, yeah. of what you'd like to work on next? Uh, yeah, so so I got to say that in, you know, in all the projects that I've been involved in, this is like, uh, this is the most, the one I've enjoyed the most, like, uh, I, I think, yeah. I mean, th- this genre is so it's so fun. The challenges are 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 like uh, are so so interesting. 
So, mm. so I would definitely, I mean, hope, yeah, I think I will do more of these. And I have at least uh, two ideas, uh, you know, one of them, which is a bit uh, more sketched, uh, you know, fleshed out, um, which is a more, um, I think I mentioned it in the beginning of our talk, a little more uh, Twin Peaks mm, vibes yeah. around it. Um, uh, I'm knowing myself, I probably can't write it without, you know, having some uh, some uh, humor. So there will definitely be, but uh, I guess Twin Peaks had a lot of slapstick humor in it as well <laughs> at some point. So, uh, yeah, so, so there is one of those, which is a more uh, surreal, uh, uh, I, I think that could be a, a very interesting adventure game. And then there is another about superheroes that is more more like uh, Justin Wack style, more uh, Lucasfilm, LucasArts style. Oh, good. I can't uh, think of any other superhero adventure games. Ah, no, I think... Uh, this 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 one could be could be quite interesting. It's like um, oh yeah, and I also oh I have one other rattling around in my head, which is like a, a, a kind of um, um, it's it's the most original one. It's it's um, um, I'm not sure uh, how much we should go get get into that one because it's not really fleshed out. But it's like uh, it's, it's more, up to you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm thinking it's um, um, something that revolves around a single scene. Uh, I'm seeing this this guy trapped in a cell, basically, in like a uh, imagine like sitting in the in, in a towers or something like uh, you know a thousand years ago or so, and uh, and you can walk around there and. Uh, and maybe there's like uh, uh, I'm picturing like you have maybe a few books in there, and when you read them, you get into to other scenes where you can play around, uh, walk around, and, and do stuff uh, in them. Oh, sounds uh, interesting. Maybe yeah, yeah. I have a, I have that one like uh, uh, that. That could be an interesting one as well. And then I think uh, Alberto, or I know that Alberto has an interesting idea for. Uh, for, for, for a game, so uh, we, we might, uh, I mean, hopefully I'll, I'll work more with him in the future. Right, well, uh, you, have, you seem to have a lot of good ideas anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully, who, who knows, man. But uh, it's, um, uh, there's definitely a bunch of, of, uh, of ideas rattling around, and mm. we'll see if, uh, I mean, yeah. I have to do like, uh, it's interesting when you have, you know, one project that you're working really hard on, like, like this one, and and then sometimes your mind just wants to do something to, else. Yeah, it wants to flow away, and and, and suddenly it's like, yeah, I, I, here's an interesting puzzle for for that game. That could work really well in in, in, in that storyline. Or mm -hmm. uh, so 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 I write those down, and we'll we'll see if, if uh, anything ever becomes of them. Yeah, well, best of luck. And any if this game is a big success, and I hope it it is. Uh, any plans on a sequel, maybe to Justin Wack and Big Time Hack, or do you think this will be uh, just a standalone game? Again, it's very early. I know. Mm, I think it's. Uh, I think it will be a standalone game, but uh, you never know. I mean, it, it all depends on the on how it's received, right? Like, sure, like yeah. People uh, go go nuts over it, but I, in my mind, I, I, 
I, I think uh, that this is this that these you know three acts and a and an epilogue will close the story on on this game. But uh, but you never know. You never so know. So no cliffhangers in this game. Uh, <laughs> or well, we'll see. I think <laughs> it could be no. I think it could be a little unfair. But yeah, yeah. We will. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, that's, but, that's um, good to hear. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. So, so then by the time this interview goes up, you'll be hopefully doing the Kickstarter and maybe the game will be on Steam. So when the game is on Steam, now I keep forgetting to mention this, but people should wishlist it because that's, oh, yeah. uh, developers have told me that it's very important. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, that's, that's that great, man. That people wishlist it and then once the game is released, then to uh, play it and then write a review as well. I know that some way off, but also for other games that you play that you enjoy on Steam and GOG to write reviews and get the word out there, and then to retweet and share the, well, first of all, the Kickstarter. So now you mentioned the links already, but just to remind people, where can people find the main website you mentioned, I believe? Yes, so that would be warmkitten.com. Okay, easy enough to remember. And you have Twitter and Facebook, I believe you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, I use my my own uh, Twitter for now as well, at least. Uh, so it's Pontwit is my handle on Twitter. Okay. Uh, and, you, and you can see the Warm Kitten logo there. I should maybe I should rename it to Warm Kitten, I guess. But uh, I think I'll there was links in the show show notes anyway. But yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. And uh, everyone is of course welcome to uh, to like the the Facebook uh, page if you can remember the name Justin Wack and the Big Time Hack. And uh, yeah. You know, and as I as I mentioned earlier, like uh, if there's anything I, I I would ask for is like like it would be super appreciated for people to 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 help out with, you know, sharing stuff, uh, sharing the Kickstarter in in the, in, in um, uh, social media and you know along those platforms because uh, yeah it, it's it's uh, uh, having having a harder time than I than I imagined like uh, spreading the word. So sure. That's yeah. No. Very, that's, very appreciated. That's something that many of uh, well developers have as well. So you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's also so, like this. This is this is the the perfect. This is we're, we're living in a an awesome time to 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 make games. Like this is this is so we're we're really blessed. I mean, we can make a game. I'm sitting in Sweden, and the the graphical artist is in Spain. And we can make this, you know, without having to, you know, sign up uh, with, with, you know, with, uh, with even with publishers. We, we, and we, and uh, yes. I mean, just to have everything at our disposal to to create something like like a complete game and mm-hmm. actually uh, make money of it, like that, that's that, that's insane. <laughs> You know, well, like, definitely. yeah, you know, when, when, when I, when I was a kid, it was like, you know, you have to walk into a store and buy this package, you know, and uh, everything is printed and you know, everything is like, you know, so many, so many steps. So, um, so, I mean, we're, we're really lucky to live in a time where, where indie development is at a, the stage where it is. No, absolutely. I think t- times uh, have progressed and that now, as you mentioned, that th- there are more tools out there for people to make games and then to promote them and sell them as well, that now, you know, we can just download them and it's there immediately and you can 
make games without publishers as well. So yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's both. You know, it, it's hard to to uh, to stand out from the crowd, of course, but uh, it's it's a blessing even to be in the crowd. You know. Sure. Yes. This, this was this was impossible for only like twenty years ago. So mm-hmm. this is a we're we're living our lives in interesting times, man. De- definitely, I look forward to seeing what other progress we'll make in the in the near future. Yeah. Awesome. So, awesome. Okay. Well, uh, thank you very much, Dan. Uh, that was Pontus. Uh, Pontus Wittenmark. Yes. Uh, developer of Justin Wack and the Big Time Hack. So uh, thank you so much. I really look forward to to the game and uh, look forward to the Kickstarter. And I wish you the very best of luck with it. So is there anything else that you would like to add that uh, before we finish to people listening or to, I don't know, any, anybody else who, or anything else you'd just like to mention? I would just like to say thanks to you for for giving me the, this platform, you know, to to speak yeah. with you. It's been it was was really fun. Yeah, thank uh, you. I enjoyed uh, it as well. Yeah, and if uh, you know, just uh, if you um, uh, maybe we will speak again when the game is uh, ready for launch or or whatever sure. happens, you know, it. Uh, I'd be, be delighted. Awesome. Yeah. So so yeah, very so big big thank you and and thanks to everyone who's who's listened and. Uh, keep uh, keep uh, playing those adventure games yeah so well thank you yes thank you to all the listeners who are helping this podcast continue and grow and which can hopefully help you guys grow as well and get the word out there and um okay so well very best of luck we will keep in touch and i will include links to the kickstarter and to your social media as well on the show notes and best of luck with it i look, look forward to finding out more about it Thanks, man. So that was my interview with Pontus Wittenmark of Warm Kitten Studios, who spoke about his game, Justin Whack and a Big Time Hack, and his Kickstarter as well. So I hope you enjoyed it, and a huge thank you to Pontus for joining me as well. And so in the meantime, you can find out more about the game at warmkitten.com. You can also subscribe to to your mailing list to find out updates about the game and about the Kickstarter, and you can wishlist the game on Steam as well. And in the meantime, you can also play the demo of the game, and then on November 5th, you can also check out the Kickstarter. And so that is it for this week. Next week, I will be joined again by Thomas Bex and Laura Cress, which will hopefully be our first live kind of episode on location in London in the British Library. Hopefully the audio will work and we will be talking about the games that we've seen at Adventure X and the people we've spoken to and we may or may not have special guests depending on on who's there. And uh, so you can find out more, you can check us out then next week. So until then everyone have a good weekend and a good week. So thank you for listening as always. Goodbye. So if you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. 
wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at AdventGamePod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a Adventure Game developer or Adventure Game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you